morning, everyone. This is Psych with Carrie Nickel and Sherelle Hicks, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network. For here, women talk. Good morning, co-host Miss Carrie. Good morning, Miss Sherelle. Happy Friday, sweet girl. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. Yeah, I'm ready for the weekend. Yeah, I'm always ready for the weekend. <laughs> Got any big plans this weekend? Well, I have some, but let's just say, uh, you know, things aren't going to work out quite the way I thought they were. How about that? Mm, you know, I see. expectations I see. have been dashed. Uh, you get into mm. trouble when you got expectations sometimes. So, I don't know what to say about all that. <laughs> That's interesting. We, uh, I, I had a lot of discussions this week in sessions about expectations and how uh, expectations create disappointments, but just trying to understand how to balance expectations and, and not having standards. Um, right. Oh, sorry, but, like finding a middle ground? Yeah, finding a middle ground because you you do have expectations, but it's when the expectations carry you to a place of depression. Right. Uh, so that's interesting that you said that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I've got a friend actually. Her motto is "No expectations, no disappointments." Oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I could necessarily live with that motto. I mean, I think it's. It's you know it's, you get into some some crazy gray area there with expectations because you know on the one hand you need to have some you know you need to have certain expectations um, but then on the other hand you know sometimes when you you know your expectations are maybe too high I don't know like how do you know mm -hmm. you know so but anyway I know I had some and I had some based on you know something somebody else had said to me some promises that were made and yeah and it's just not gonna happen so I'm just trying really hard to you know to uh, take a step back and be mature about it and be a little selfless and it's a work it's a work okay. in progress <laughs> absolutely so, it is we're all it a is. work in progress right no kidding absolutely Absolutely. I had a parent say that to me about their teenager. And I said, well, you know, if you think about it, we all are, really, aren't we? Constantly uh -huh. changing and hopefully, I mean, you know, hopefully for the good, for the better. But uh, I think I'm a very different person now than even I was a year ago. So, you know, I think we do always change because we're so influenced by so many things in our lives uh -huh. you know, that, do, that do influence us like our friends. Which brings me to another topic for today. Um, I have been spending some time, I guess, realizing that, you know, I have a friend who is extremely negative. <laughs> mm -hmm. And after spending some time with this person recently, during which time they, they just talk about people constantly. And I'm sorry, you broke up. What did you say? You broke I up. Said, you said I they said talk about some, they talk about people, other people, in a very negative way all the time. Um, constantly tearing other people apart, right? Mm -hmm. And I spent some time with this person 
say, within the last week, and, you know, they and this other person were just ripping other people to shreds, man, people they didn't even know. And, man, did it, I mean, did it ever impact how I felt. You know, I just Mm. so badly wanted to be away from that dynamic, you know. Mm -hmm. And it really, really bothered me. And I've just, you know, I've kind of made a decision that I just don't really have any space in my life for that kind of negativity, you know. Mm. We are so highly influenced by the people that we surround ourselves with. I mean, it's kind of a social contagion, you know. I mean, it's very contagious how people feel and sort of the... Their personality, and when you're around somebody that's so negative all the time, it just really, it's like, ugh, you know, I just, ugh. For like the rest of the afternoon after I got away from these folks, I just felt sort of yuck, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for us to all, like, give some thought to the people in our lives, the friends in our lives, and the impact they have on our mood, and even the things that we do, because a lot of our habits are influenced mm-hmm. by the people we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. So I was reading this article recently, and they said, for example, that, you know, like if a close friend of yours starts smoking, your chances of doing so increase by 36%. Mm. So, uh-huh. And they say that, you know, if you are if you have a lot of friends that are overweight, chances are you're going to be overweight. So we pick up a lot, you know, we pick up on the habits and the behaviors of our friends and the mood of our friends. And, you know, if you're surrounded by a lot of negative people, you know, after a while, it's going to impact your mood. It certainly impacted mine after just a few hours with these folks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and as much as I love, you know, I really care about that person, I've made a decision that I'm really going to limit my exposure to them. <clears throat> it was just yeah. amazing. It yeah, really people do it. Yeah, and women women have a have a uh, a, a very high history <laughs> of doing it to each other, tearing each other down. Women yeah. are notorious for that. Which, and I think that all comes. I mean, it's interesting because it like, seems like everything we talk about always comes down to self esteem, isn't it? But I mm-hmm. think that I think that when you hear someone who is constantly ripping someone else up or other people up or putting them down, um, it's usually because they don't feel good about themselves, right? That's right. So, I mean, it's it's just not something I wish to be a part of. So, <clears throat> no thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, that's good that you've taken that stand because... Um, I oftentimes tell my clients that you have to take control over certain situations. Um, And if you don't grab a hold of it and say, okay, this is what I'm going to put up with, this is a deal breaker, then it just continues. So that's how you take the stand to say, you know, I don't want this negativity in my life. And I, kudos to you, Miss Carrie. <laughs> it's, I'm doing it for purely selfish reasons, Miss Sherelle. <laughs> I don't want to be drugged back down. I don't want to be drugged down in that rabbit hole. You know what I mean? It just is yuck. Yeah, yeah. It just made me feel very yuck. And 
you know, and I found myself sort of jumping to the defense of some of these people that they were tearing down. And I know that that made them angry, you know, because I wasn't jumping in with them and ripping people apart. And But I just can't do that. I mean, I just, I'm not a judgmental person, first of all, you know, because you don't ever know what somebody else's situation is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have learned that the hard way. So I'm not going to sit there and tear into somebody else and just, you know, I mean, we reap what we sow, and if you keep manifesting all this negativity, all this negativity, and that's what you put out all the time, that's what you're going to get back, right? That's right. I totally agree. And I am just not going to do that. I'm not going there. You know, everybody's got their own issues, and, and life is not easy for anybody, and everybody, I believe, is doing the best they can. You know what I mean? Huh? Doing the best they can, being the very best version of themselves that they can be. And I'm not going to, you know, rain all over somebody's parade and say, you know, talk smack about somebody because, I mean, that's just crazy. Particularly people you don't know. Like, really? (laughs) You're going to sit there and make judgments about them and you don't know them from Adam, right? Have you ever had a conversation with that person? No. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And that's a, a lot of assumption, too. People make assumptions. They look at people and say this or that, and then they just create their own version and that's how we get stuff twisted Mm -hmm. (laughs) making Mm -hmm. assumptions yeah and 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 based on some really superficial stuff too right like the color of their skin or the way they dress or you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um and that's just you know i mean it's just i just don't find that acceptable so I just can't be a part of that. I'm not going to support that, and I'm certainly not going to expose myself to that on a regular basis. So, Well, you yep. have choices. You have choices. Yep. That's right. That's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And my choice mm-hmm. is not to go there, not to be a part of all that. So, you know, I feel good about that. And, and I, you know, it's it's really caused me to think a lot this week about my friendships and and one thing I've realized is I, you know, I think I've set pretty high standards for my friends. You know, I mean, the people mm-hmm. that I'm friends with are people that I would drop anything to go and, and, and help them with if they said, hey, you know, I, I need you to do such and such. And, and they're also the same people that I know that would do the same thing for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, and the people that I can be completely honest with and share with them, you know, what's going on in my life and know that they're not going to pass judgment, right? Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And if they're not, if they're, if they don't have that capability, then they're not the people that I want closest to me. And I guess what, what really bothered me was I saw this person passing so much judgment on other people for such stupid stuff. And I, I realized, you know, and, and you got to, if somebody's sitting there talking all kinds of junk about other people, what do you think they're doing when you walk away? Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Don't Good think point. you're immune. <laughs> <laughs> you better know it. Don't think they ain't talking about you when you're gone. So. Well, thank you for uh, sharing that, ma'am. We, it's about time for a break, so I'm going to read our pursuit for happiness uh, for today, and then we're going to take a break. And today's quote is: "Happiness isn't." isn't always being the good little girl for everyone. Make your life priority number one. 
remember that by always being the responsible one, the peacemaker, the good little girl, you are making life good for everyone but you. So be good to yourself. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Carrie and Sherelle on Here Women Talk. Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel. Please give us a call if you're listening in and you got something to add to the conversation. Or even if you don't have something to add to the conversation and you just want to call and harass us, we'll take your call. <laughs> <laughs> 646-652-2071. So you want something juicy, huh, Sherelle? Okay, so what we were just talking about, and I think this is a great idea, and I'm glad you liked it, is we would like to ask you all to call in each week with your crazy dating stories. (laughs) 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 And you know, from time to time, Sherelle, we might have a couple to add to that. (laughs) Hey. We might have some crazy dating stories. I've had some over the course of the last year, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a jungle out there, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. So, Mm -hmm. you know. And how. (laughs) As evidenced by the conversation we had last week. Mm Mm-hmm. The good about little girl syndrome. Hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about, the good little girl syndrome? I'm talking about the dude who was reading the gay porn. I mean, the gay. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's a nosedive. <laughs> but that's, yeah. yeah. Deal breaker 101. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, it's more like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But we got some interesting uh, callers to call in, uh, Mr. John and Dawn and Laverne, and I think the last one was Michael. Yes. They brought some good point of view that. I know, What about right? the, the question about women pursuing men in prison? And, you know, and I thought about that this week. I said, you know what? You never hear men or you never see like a special on television about men pursuing women who are in prison, like going to get married and all of that. It's always you hear women doing that. And when she asked us that last week, we were both like, duh, duh, duh. (laughs) (laughs) I never really thought about it. It was like, hey, if that's what they want to do. But that's why. I remember when I was a kid, like in middle school, we went to this, um, like, juvenile detention center. And so basically it was, a you know, prison for adolescents. And some of the girls that were with us, you know, we had this one opportunity to sit in this room, and, and a couple of the, the, the guys that were incarcerated came in and, you know, shared with us what it was like to be there, blah, blah, blah. And so some of the girls in the class started corresponding with these guys and, you know, like, quote, unquote, dating them. I was like, how do you date somebody you can't even go out with? How does that work? Um, And why you would want to pursue that when someone is, you know, inaccessible. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense to me. But Me either, but I think I I heard our doorbell. Um, We have somebody calling. Miss Shantae, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Hi, good morning, ladies. How are you this morning? 
Good morning. Good, well. I, I just wanted to make a comment. I was listening to the first few minutes of the show this morning, and I'd like to thank you all for bringing up the topic of trying to get rid of negativity in your circle or in your life. But I do mm. have a, a, a question, and my question is, what do you recommend if you have, like, a family member that constantly wants to put down other family members that, I know that you all were speaking of friends, but how do you uh, disassociate yourself from family members like maybe a mother or father or a sibling that wants to constantly have you uh, join in with them when they want to be judgmental or uh, disparaging other family members? Hmm. Personally, I think if it were me, I would probably have a conversation with them alone and I would probably just say um, I need to let you know that when you talk about other people that I love it really bothers me and I can't you know when you do that in the future I'm, I'm not going to take part in that and it, and it really bothers me when you do that I would probably start by letting them know how I felt about it in a very kind way privately and then what I would probably do is if that person began, you know, started going down that road while I were around them, I would probably distance myself from them. So if I'm standing in the kitchen with them and they start talking about other people, I, I would just very sort of, I would slip away and just get away from the situation. It's probably how I would start dealing with it. What do you think, Sherelle? Yeah. Now, Carrie, I, I, I've tried that, Liberty. Uh-huh. I've tried to, um, you know, when they try to bring up the subject, change the subject. Right. On the phone, and then I'm. I start to get the negativity. I start to yeah. feel the lashing out. It goes towards me, and with me, it's it's a real um, close relationship because it's my mother, and she constantly wants to put other people down, and mm-hmm. so she's really in any situation where she should be putting anyone down. And it's like when I try to bring in something positive, I find it ends up distraught and, and it's very emotional at the end of the conversation. So I'm trying to figure out, I mean, other than myself, because, you know, that is your mother. But that's what mm-hmm. I've done. I mean, I'll go months, you know, maybe a year and not have any communication with my mother because I just don't want to deal with, that sort of behavior coming from her. Right, yeah. But, you know, the one thing that, you know, that, that everybody really needs to get is that you, you can't, you can't, you, know, you, you can't change anybody else's behavior. Right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that you can control is you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think staying true to how you feel, and if that means that, you know, you have to, to distance yourself from someone who's consistently negative, then that. It sounds like maybe that's all you can do, mm-hmm. but I would I would continuously like reinforce that with her. You know, you need to know the reason that I'm distancing myself from you is because your negativity is having such an impact on me, and that's not okay with me. Um, but in a very non-emotional sort of way, um, as much as you can, 
and you know realizing that you can't control anybody else's behavior and all you can control is your own if it bothers you to that degree then it sounds like the only choice you have is to put distance there as, as sad as that is well I've been doing that um, I actually spoke to a friend who was a counselor and that is something that she recommended and my days are, are better and, and happier but it's always mm-hmm. that guilt in the back of my mind about right. not communicating with your mother. And right now I'm expecting. Yeah. And, and it's uh-huh. like my child will not have, you know, her grandmother in her life because right. of this constant negativity. And I'm trying to figure out how I will deal with that once she's born. Yeah. And, you know, now it's just like it's, such a happy time for me, but I still have that guilt in the back of my mind that I'm not communicating or she's not a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's the something I guess I'm having to deal with or internalize. Right. I don't want that you're to bring out guilty. any negative feelings for me. Yeah, you're feeling guilty about this choice that you're having to make, but it doesn't sound like you really have any options here, though. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately. So, it's just, it sounds like a very unfortunate um, conversation. I'm starting to get emotional again, so I'm going to let you guys talk to some other callers. But I just, you know, thought it was interesting that you all brought up this topic today, and I just wanted to know if there was something different that I could, could try other than what you you know, stated earlier on the radio, and it seems as though this is probably my best option for not, for right now to keep my sanity and yeah. to keep me, to to allow me to be true to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just love to be positive and happy, and yeah. I don't like to talk about people or be judgmental because, like you said, everyone has their own issues that they're dealing with in life. So why not? talk about the good things and like the positive things to bring that out in people versus dwelling on the negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you for this topic. And um I wish you well on your on your show and thank you so much for bringing it thank you. out for where congratulations on your congratulations on your presence. Sending you positive energy, Shante. Many blessings okay. to you yeah, and your yeah. seed. And before you go, I just want to first of all say kudos to you for taking a stand. Carrie and I were talking about that earlier, and I said it it always starts with a stand. We allow people to treat us uh, as we want to be treated. So if you say, hey, I don't want this kind of energy in my space, you have to create that for you to say, "Don't please don't come in my space with that. So with yeah. you carrying a baby inside, I'm sure your baby appreciate you fighting off that negative energy. You already say to me that you're going to be a good mom, but, yeah. you know, that guilt that you have, as Carrie said, you can only do but so much because you got to have another person that wants to participate with you or you have nothing. So make sure that you send your mother's pictures, cards, you know, you can communicate via through mail and keep her connected. And you just never know in the future those things that you sent to her 
may touch her heart in a way that you guys can reconnect. She can understand your boundaries and you guys can go on with your life. So yeah. I'm okay. sending you positive energy and I wish that this situation works out in your favor for you and your baby. Um, and we just... We love you, Shante. <laughs> Thank you. I love you ladies, too. And, um, and you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank okay, you. sweetheart. You, you take care now. All right. Okay. Bye, Bye now. Carrie, That's it's okay. time for a break. Okay, sweet girl. When we get back, back we will have Psych with Carrie and Sherelle. Welcome Hi. back, everyone, Welcome back to, to Psych. Psych. Yeah. Carrie and Sherelle, who are both sitting here thinking the other one's going to bring us in. And even after yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both do it. Girl. Yeah. I'll take care of that responsibility today. Yeah. No, not so much. <laughs> so, We've been um, talking about negative people, and, and I think um, that is uh, definitely a good topic. And as I was listening to Shantae, I. My heart, you know, goes out to her because um, my mom is was put in the hospital yesterday, and I just can't imagine not being able to talk to her. And yeah. um, you know, it's she's I'm, I'm happy I mean, that she's pro processing that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really tough, as as we were saying, you know, on the break that it's hard when it's our family members who are the folks who are being so negative. Because mm -hmm. it's really hard to let go of those family relationships because, again, we have expectations that, you know, family members should, quote, should be, you know, the ones who are loving and supportive and encouraging and, you know what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. when we take a step back and we realize that those family members, you know, that we have family members who are, in fact, not behaving that way and, and we're sort of left with a choice, it's really tough to make those choices that are really in our best interest because we do feel things, we feel very guilty for that for that choice but um but likewise i mean that's a choice that I've, I've had to make in my own life and it's tough but again you have to think about the impact long term on your life and and sometimes they leave you no choice you know again mm -hmm. you can't control anybody else's behavior as badly as we would like to um we can't do that all we can do is is control our ourselves how we feel and what we think um and what we do, and that's it, folks. I mean, so if you know if you've tried and you've had conversations with your family members and you've you know you've made requests for changes and and they can't accommodate those changes, and it's you know it's a bothersome. It bothers you so much that you're having a hard time dealing with it. Then you know sometimes you're left with no other choice but to to put distance there, and it's sad and it, it is hard, but. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm right there with her. But you know, you, you have to do, you have to make a decision that's true to you, being true to yourself. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think people just negative people just wake up every day and say, "I'm going to be negative today"? Or, I mean, is it a mental health illness? What is it? Yeah, I mean, I think some people, you know, Sherelle, I just don't know. I mean, we talked about, you know, the tendency towards negative thinking a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I think people just do, in general, sort of, you know, to some degree, 
have a tendency to to go down that road, and I, I don't think a lot of people really think about what they're thinking and how that impacts their mood. Do you? You think people really walk around in awareness? I, I don't, you know. Um, I just don't think that they're aware, that they don't really just think about, okay, how is, you know, what I'm thinking impacting my mood and my behavior? And it becomes this cycle. You know, they're negative and they just, it's like negativity breeds more negativity. And, you know, the, and the one thing that I've noticed, too, is that the people in my life that are very negative, they're the ones that are sick more often. They're the ones who have more physical ailments and issues. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. I think there's a huge connection between our minds and our bodies. Oh, absolutely. And if you're manifesting all this negativity in your brain, I mean, it's going to impact your body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's sad, but it's true. So, I mean, you know, being being healthy and being, you know, thinking healthy thoughts and being positive impacts your life in tremendous ways. Mm-hmm. I, remember I do a lot of work with... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I remember reading a study that said that women who had breast cancer, who had 10 or more friends, were four times more likely to survive the breast cancer. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you can even see how the impact of our friendships, you know, when they elevate your mood, how it impacts your ability to fight a deadly disease. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get well, I, do, I do a lot of work. I do a lot of work with um, you there. Can you hear me? Did you hear me? Uh, I can. I can hear you now. Okay. Thank God, I'm I thought, sorry. We, I thought we dropped your call. We got one week. I was like, oh, no. Cheryl, don't leave me like this, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm here. I was just saying that I use uh, a lot of Louisa Hay books in my therapy sessions. And she has a book that's called You Can Heal Your Life. And it has a journal that goes along with it. And she works you through a lot of issues that... Um, create negative energy that won't allow you to work through those issues like forgiveness holding on to stuff that happened 20 years ago and yeah and, and her stuff is really good and then she has like this one little book that's called I can do it and it's it's about creating positive affirmations and um, her, her stuff is really good. I mean, she, she, she breaks down the health part, like different things that may be going on with your body, uh, like indigestion, acid reflux is um, something dealing with fear and anxiety, um, mm-hmm. heartburn, you know, different things like that. I wish I had my book with me. I would share something. But it's just amazing when, you know, you look at people and you say, hey, I mean, this is the element that you're talking about, and then they express to you how what she's, what she's saying that it is is what's going on in their lives. And I go, wow, is this why, you know, I'm always having migraines? And, you know, there, there's a connection there. So yeah. I, I really love her work because she's all about positive speaking, speaking uh life into your life, um, 
words can damage you. Uh, whatever you speak out is what will come to pass. So oh, that, yeah. that's been really helpful in a lot of my sessions. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you talked about that book, I can do it with the daily affirmation. So all you're doing there is making decisions about what you think, right? Mm-hmm. That's all a daily affirmation is. It's like, okay, here's some things that I'm going to tell myself every day and that I'm going to say and speak to myself every day that are positive, that are chosen, and that, that all, that's all it is. It's reprogramming how you think. Mm-hmm. And wherever your brain goes, everything else follows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm practicing what I'm what I'm teaching my clients too, because there's times oh, where I have these negative thoughts come, and I begin to use my uh, my positive affirmation, and it does help with turning your mind around to to go in a better direction. But yeah. it's it's practice. I mean, because yeah. all of these years we've kind of been operating in this mode, and now someone is coming to you with cognitive behavioral therapy, talking about let's discuss these ir- irrational thoughts, and you begin right. to break it down and connect it to an emotion and a trigger. You know, I tell you, interesting. Huh? I know, but you know, I mean, we create in our brain these these sort of neurological pathways when we consistently think a certain way. And, and what I'll say to my clients is it's almost like if, you, you know, if you've got a shed in your backyard and you don't have, like, stepping stones between the house and the shed and you're, con- you're constantly walking back and forth to the shed. And what are you going to do? You're going to wear a pathway in your grass, right, mm-hmm. because you keep going back and forth that way. And it's almost like the same thing in your brain. If you consistently think a certain way, you create sort of a, a neurological pathway in your brain and your brain sort of automatically goes down that path and you have to reprogram it and teach it how to think differently which is difficult at first. Mm-hmm. So, but it all starts with you awareness. you got to commit to think, it. Yeah, you, you do. And I think, but I think it all starts with awareness, and I think that's a large part, part of the problem is that most people don't really walk around consciously aware of what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so a lot of the times, you know, people that come into my office and I'll say, well, what do you think, you know, what, what are you thinking when this happens or, you know, and most of the time people don't really know. And, and we all have this, you know, this conversation with ourselves going on in our heads all day long. And sometimes, you know, it, and it can be so, so deeply buried and so subconscious that we're not even really aware of it. So you really have to, you know, spend some time alone, which is one of the things that I think is so great about meditation because it forces you just to sort of sit with your thoughts and notice mm-hmm. what thoughts are popping up into your head, which most people don't do, I think, because life is so busy and everybody's got a lot on their plate and they just sort of go on automatic pilot and before you know it, they're anxious and they're depressed and they don't realize that they are the cause of their own problems <laughs> for mm-hmm. the most part, you know, so okay. really raising people's awareness to the fact that, you know, what they're thinking is creating a lot of their insecurities, a lot of their anxieties, a lot of their depression, and they don't realize it. So the yes, ma'am. Thinking, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Pay attention to what you're thinking, guys. You've got to listen to yourself. And you got to commit because there will be yeah. some days that, you won't quite hit the hit the mark, but don't give up. Go right That's back right. to it again. 
find the right. positive out of every negative. Right. We're talking about changing a behavior, changing a habit, really. And anytime you change a habit, you're going to have setbacks. And they say that's one of the things that really leads to success in changing a behavior is recognizing that you're going to have some setbacks. And so when they happen, don't beat yourself up about it. Just pick up and move forward. And realize that that's part of, you know, that's part of making a change because you're, you're changing some deeply rooted beliefs. You're changing some deeply rooted ways of thinking. And so it's going to take a little bit of time and it takes, like you said, commitment and some, some serious effort and some vigilance. But, you know, it can be done. And it's a worthwhile thing to do. So like this negative person I was talking about earlier has got a tremendous amount of problems with anxiety. Can you imagine that? <laughs> hmm. That's not a surprise, is it? No. After you've no. been doing it as long as we've been doing it, it's like you just need to hear a couple of things and you already know where it's going. <laughs> exactly. Isn't okay. Right? It's just like, oh, there it is. But that just oh, means that you, we're good at what we do. But, you know, guys, it's time to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about negative people. Look forward to hearing you on the show. The number again is 646-652-2071. Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nichols. Back again. Back with us again for the last few minutes of our show today. So we'll probably have like, you know, 10 people call in for the last three minutes because that's how things go here. <laughs> Cheryl, have I lost you? No, I'm right here. I got you, girl. <laughs> I'm right here with you. Good, uh -huh. good. So my son played his first varsity game last week, Cheryl. How was it? It was good. It was exciting. A little scary, but uh, he's such a big dude, man. It's crazy how much this kid's grown in the last uh, last year. He's gained Is 65 he like pounds. 65 pounds? Yeah, since the last time you saw him, he's gained 65 pounds, and he's probably grown about five inches. <laughs> it's nuts. Good God Almighty. I what know, in the world? What are you feeding that man? kid? What are you feeding him? He eats non-freaking-stop. Like, we can go eat, and I mean, like, he'll stuff his face full of a big-ass burger, some char grills, some fries, the whole nine yards, and two hours later, he's like, I'm hungry, Mom. I kid oh, you not. We got a caller. Awesome. Welcome to Psych. Hey, ladies. Oh, hey. Hey, Laverne. It's Laverne. Yes, I waited to the last minute. I wanted to be fair to give some other causes a chance, but I think I've taken as much as I can take today. <laughs> Everybody needs to stop being in this victim role and be a villain. If anybody got any personal relationship with God, he ain't got no problem with you saying people right. Anytime I get in a position that I'm around a bunch of negative people, I can find a mirror, pick up a mirror, and put it right in front of their face and ask them, what do you see? Because you got so much to say about everybody else. Let me come to your mama's house. I'd love to talk to your mama. Your mama might not want to talk to me, but I'd love to talk to your mama. And I'm telling you, I'm going to shoot you straight from the hip and let mama know. Come on now. Come on now. Because I'm sure mama got a whole bunch of stuff going on that ain't right. 
I mean, sometimes <laughs> you just got to get courage and tell people about themselves and let it go. Mm-hmm. You can like me or not, but you cannot allow yourself to be a victim. We are victims through Christ, through our personal relationship with our higher being, God, uh, Christ, Allah, whoever you want to call it. And when you have that mental support in your brain and a personal relationship, it can't get to you. I wake up every morning and I put a white light around me, and my white light is my white light of protection. So negativity don't seep into me. It actually bounces off of me because I don't give yeah. it any power. Right. Mm. And if everyone Absolutely. else would stop giving these people power with words, they could get past it and get through it. It's not difficult. But it's a lot easier to be a victim than to be a victor. It's a lot harder to fight. It's a lot harder to tell somebody, listen, you talk too much about people. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Shut the damn mouth. Just shut the fuck up. One time in your life, just shut up. I mean, and it's that simple. It's not hard. But everybody's right. trying to sugarcoat shit all the time. Right. People want to sugarcoat yep. shit. Oh, you yep. hurt my feelings, but I can't tell you, Cole. It hurts so. No, 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 no. You hurt my feelings. I'm offended. You talk too much about other people, and you raggedy. Let's talk about you for a little while. You got something to say about everybody else. But you're raggedy, mama. It don't matter. Mama, grandma, uncle, best friend. They bleed just like you do. Anytime you look at a person, all you got to know is one thing. If I cut you, you're going to bleed just like I will. So we equal. And if you have the ability and the right to sit around and put people down all the time, you definitely have the right to take it back. Yeah, good point. But people mm. are so afraid to be to be upfront and honest with other people. It is amazing to me how people will come into my office and they'll share things about what other people have done and said to them that they just sort of sit there and take and don't even say a word about it because everybody's Real so bad. afraid to quote confront someone. People walk around in so mm. much fear about what, how that person's going to react. It's just amazing. But I you, think it's all, it's you got tell a lot all your to do callers. with your delivery. What's that? Yeah, you tell, delivery or not, you call, you tell your callers to call a friend named Angel. If you can't call on your friend named Jesus, call Angel. Angel help yeah. you out. <laughs> Angel. <laughs> Angel set you straight. <laughs> yeah, Angel will help you out and help you in any situation you got going on. Angel's I my first Angel. name, Laverne is my middle. So, I bet Angel don't take Angel any shit either, huh? No, I don't take, I don't, no, I, I don't sugarcoat anything. I tell you straight up, don't ask me if that dress look good on you, and you know it don't. Don't come to me. Don't come to me <laughs> with that kind of question. But, you know, I think, I no, think, you know, what? I think, I think that's good, though. I mean, I wouldn't want a friend who would sugarcoat something and be dishonest with me. I want somebody, I would want my friends to be straight up with me. I think, you know, I would want them to be thoughtful in their delivery, but I would definitely want some honesty, you know, from the people who are close to me. I think that's my problem, Carrie. My problem is text. You know, I just say it. <laughs> I don't, you know, that, I think sometimes when you when you got to put it so nice and say, oh, you offend me verbally with your words that you say about others that are unkind, and people don't hear that crap. You got to say, look at yourself in this mirror. Now, if you could tell me that you're perfect when you look in this mirror and that any of those things you're saying about others don't apply to you, 
we'll be all right. But I want you to look in this mirror real quick, because sometimes people need a, need a mirror reflection of themselves. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's kind of crazy, but it'll work. Right. People don't get, when people, when everybody walks around in fear of being honest with people about how their behavior impacts them, then those people don't get, the re, they don't get reflected back to them the impact of their behavior. And so they don't know. Most of the time when people, mm. like, you know, are, are, you know, their behavior is offensive to other people or is hurtful to other people and everybody walks around in eggshells because they're afraid to tell them, they don't really sometimes know the full impact of their behavior on other people, which is what I say to them, too. What, you know, if you're not going to point it out to this person, who is? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if nobody does, then this person might be walking around and have no, no real understanding of how their, their behavior impacts other people. So, and that's kind of sad because then their behavior, you know, they don't have the, all the information that they need to decide whether or not they should make a change when their behavior so, and but you I just do can't think it's allow the, anyone to determine the way that you're going to feel. It's not why it's not the free will that God gave us. We have the ability to decide how we're going to feel every single day. It's going to kill right. you or build you, whatever's going on. So, first right. of all, don't wake up to look forward to soaking in any type of negativity. I look at myself as a positive ion. I'm just a big, strong, positive ion, and the negative forces have to reflect off of. You know, like a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) You go, girl. It works. Yeah, it works for me. I mean, I'm just saying, you have to just, I mean, and the light is powerful. When you take a shower, just imagine that the water, you might not know what I'm saying, but just imagine the water as a white light of protection. Just Uh surround yourself with a white light of protection, and I promise you, your days will change. That's one promise I can make. It's called That's the right. white light of protection from God. Well, guys, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to break this up, but we are at the end of the show. Laverne, thank you so much for calling in. It was so good to hear from you. And as Absolutely. always, we appreciate your knowledge and definitely your humor. So that is our show <laughs> for today. This has been Psych with Sherelle and Carrie. Pro- produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk.